Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're living in strange times. Oh, what happened now? Well, Tommy, it used to be hard to get a job. Yeah. What if I told you right now, companies are paying, hoping that folks sitting on their couches see a five-minute piece where they are trying to sell you on coming to work for them. But I don't have any experience in this position. You didn't even know this was a thing. I have no idea this thing, and they want to hire me. Mm, yeah, that's what it sounds like. That sounds like a disaster. You're hanging out in the break room. That's just classic rock, 96.5. WCMF will jump right into it. Have you guys heard of Hire Me Rochester? Yeah, they run those ads every once in a while. Okay, yeah. so I you've seen the show before? Well, I've, I've just seen the ad. I've seen like the... Promo for okay. Yeah. So apparently it's a TV show that airs on 13 Wham and Fox Rochester, and I found it by accident on Saturday when I sat on my TV remote watching the Ravens Steelers oh. game. <laughs> but it's fascinating as hell. Have you ever watched it? No. Kimmy, have you watched this? I have not heard of this. So what is it? So it flips over under my butt, and there's a segment on the Fairport Central School District mm. encouraging folks to come and work in their transportation, food service, and education departments. Okay. Wait, education? You heard me. The school superintendent is doing an interview, pitching the district, and they're talking to all of these people, individuals that work. They talk to one guy who drives a bus. They talk Mm -hmm. to someone who works in the food service thing. And then at the end of this thing, it's like a produced commercial for working at Fairport. They Mm -hmm. give you all the information you need to apply to any of the jobs they're hiring. All right. So I'm staring at this thing, and I can't make out why they're doing this. So I got curious. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did some research. What did you find? It turns out the show's been on at least for a little while. All right. And there are tons of businesses that have participated. Cooper Vision, DePaul, American Packaging Corporation, the Jewish Senior Life Center, just to name a few. And even more remarkable, these companies paid to be on this show. And we know this because all of the segments, the, the place trying to hire people, mm. are on 13 Web's website. And right. they are all marked as sponsored content. So you pay to be on. That's what it seems all like. Right. right? And they're all five-minute infomercials to come and work for this place. These jobs mm. are so hard up for employees. They are spending money to be, a fe- to be featured on what is essentially a career infomercial hoping that you or me or Kimmy or everyone listening, when flipping through channels on a Saturday or Sunday, will see their Yeah, pitch. and you go walking in their door. Take a second to think how insane that is. I know. Well, that's how bad they're hurting for people, right? Yeah, not that it's not going to help these companies. Like, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're at this point right now, mm-hmm. Tommy, this has to be the most unique employment period in american history yeah because the common man's in the driver's seat and if you want a job it's yours yeah and you can negotiate it sounds like whatever you want well i mean there are some to a point but yeah i want a million dollars a year for driving this school bus 
If you're between the ages of like 30 and 50, you came up in the hardest time in America to get a job. It was tight. Well, Tommy, you hear those stories from back in the day in like the 40s, 50s, and 60s where folks would just walk into a business with a tie on and they'd walk out with a job. Mm -hmm. And then in the 90s, something changed. Yeah. Kimmy, it took a full application, Mm -hmm. and then you hoped that they saw your application, and then you had to keep making phone calls to ensure they did. And if you were lucky, you got an interview, and then you had to do like four or five of those interviews, and then maybe, just maybe, if they liked you, you would get that gig. And that wasn't for careers. Mm -hmm. That was to get a job at McDonald's or Wegmans or Buckman's Car Wash. Yeah. Kimmy, think about the stress and anxiety between the ages of 16 and 22 trying to get a well, job. Well, and I remember if you, I think if you were under 18, you had to get like special the permission workers, yeah. to even have a part-time job at certain places. Like I remember if you wanted to work in the mall, there were a couple other hoops you had to jump through if you were under 17 or 18 to work there. The amount of interviews I had to do when I got my job at Wegmans as a 20, 21-year-old kid. And you were a scooper. I was a scooper. Yeah. But the only reason I got that job is because my mom had already worked at that Wegmans. Yeah. And she kept talking to the guy and asking if he'd interview me. And he finally like, fine. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> we'll interview the kid. Yeah. Like, I remember when kids got jobs at Wegmans, it's like, who do you know? Who are yes! you related to? Yes. Because <laughs> otherwise, your, your application just disappeared. Because they never laid anybody the up. They just, uh, people, I mean, they never fold. You, you die or you stay forever. <laughs> right. I mean, even Lugia's, the ice cream place in Spencerport, it took me two summers to get a job there. <laughs> and those are like the nicest people on the planet, yeah. right? Now, Tommy, they're paying to be on TV to give you a job. Mm-hmm. And as frustrating as it is for people like Kimmy and I's age, yeah. this is great for other people. Well, yeah, because you can go get a gig. Well, okay, you got that. You get a job if you need one. So if, if you're unemployed, you really don't want to work right now. Well, that or right? you have some other things in your background. I understand that. But if you're just like, because we all know guys, man, there's just nothing out there, man. You know, that's BS. You can't say you can't say that right now. Well, I guess it depends on what your idea of a job is, right? Right, because if you work in a professional capacity and you don't want to, in your you eyes, don't want to work. lower yourself right. to that kind of career. I got a buddy. I told you he's in South Florida, which is a perfect place to be. That guy. <laughs> Every time I talk to him, there's nothing out there, man. <laughs> really, there's nothing out there for a. College-educated guy in, in, that's fifty years old. Ah, what's his degree in? I, sales. He does. He, he's. I mean, he. He. I think he's Business. got a general degree, but he was a salesman his whole life. Okay, all right. But there's nothing out there for sales. <laughs> I know that's that's a stretch. He's driving around with a car with no horn <laughs> and a horse with no name <laughs> and a pub with no beer. <laughs> 252 WCMF, 252-9263. Look, you know, you're right, but there is a there is a fundamental problem with what you just said. What's that? That guy sees himself better. Yeah, he don't want to he don't want to take a job. Yeah, he sees himself better than a bus driver. Right. For something specific. But then, exactly. But, but, yeah, but when you're financially sinking, I don't get it. Look, man, some people pride is more important than making the mortgage. I know. It's I mean, weird. Look, I'm with you. Yeah. Well, it's weird for you. What do you mean? He's like, you know, a little rich boy in his uh shacket and Turtleneck sweater. You know, right. you know, just take whatever's available. You wouldn't work half of these jobs I just brought up, even if you were dying. I understand that. Yes. But I also wouldn't go, there's nothing out there, man. Yes, you would. You no, do that all the maybe, time. Maybe, uh, but, like, uh. you you know, you could drive a school bus, but the kids wouldn't appreciate your outfit, so what's the point? Right. <laughs> I do have a pair of driving shoes, though. No, you don't. Of course. You, you have, have those... driving gloves. 
Oh, I want to get those. Bro, you want like you think being Italian. a bus driver being a bus driver is hard every day? Put on a pair of driving shoes and driving gloves and see what those kids have to say to you when you get on the bus. Like you would not if you lost this job mm. and you needed money, you would not drive a school bus. Well, probably not. Because the kids are mean. Oh no. Oh, they, 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 kids don't have respect like my generation. We sat quietly on the bus looking at pornography. <laughs> 252 WCMF. They're probably doing that now, too. They got yeah, phones. Yeah. Thanks to us, my generation gave you the free porn. We're talking about this television show called Hire Me Rochester. You said you'd heard of it before. Yeah, they had they they run ads all the time. I never knew what it was. So I sat on my remote when I was watching the Steelers game, and it flipped me over, oh, yeah. and this thing yeah. was on. And I was like, what the hell is this infomercial for Fairport Central Schools? They're trying to hire school bus drivers and educators and uh, yeah. uh, cafeteria workers. There's been a bunch of businesses, Cooper Vision, DePaul, American Packaging Corporation, Jewish Senior Life, a bunch more. It looks like they pay 13 Wham to be a part of this show. Mm -hmm. They have five-minute segments where they're pitching you, interviewing people that work there and the bosses on coming to work for them. And it's such a weird thing, considering, Kimmy, where we were 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. where it took five interviews, an application, you had to put a tie on to walk into a Wendy's. Hope to hold on to that job. Yes, exactly. Survive layoffs, all that. I do like watching those ads when they describe like the workplace. It's a happy, fun atmosphere where we all come together as one big happy family and we work towards one common. You know, like, it doesn't exist, right? Well, I also wonder if you're somebody that works there. Because obviously, like, if somebody's showing off their place, they're going to show you, like, the best parts of it, the best people. But, like, (laughs) you know, people are sitting at home like, that guy's lying, that guy sucks. I was doing that the whole time. Oh, yeah, you have to because, you know... It's jive. Well, like, here's the thing. So That's not what it really looks like. During the Fairport pitch, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody that was on there, they look super mm-hmm. nice, right? But, like, they talk to one guy. He sits down for an interview, and he works in the transportation mm-hmm. department. And he goes, you know, we got a lot of laughs, not only between drivers, but between, like, you know, the administrators and the drivers. And like, They really appreciate us. The kids are great, and you mm-hmm. know, I get excited to kind of work every day. And I'm like, hey, man, maybe maybe that works for you. Yes. And I'm ho- I hope it does. That's mm-hmm. great. But, like, if that... If that's how it was, like, they wouldn't have a shortage of bus drivers. Thank you. Right? Yes. And uh, how come these things keep popping up in the news all the time, telling me different? Man. Man! <laughs> Man! But, I mean, I don't know. That could be his personal experience. It's just he was really selling it. Well, of course. They're going to they're gonna put their most positive dude. No, but like even he was selling it hard for a positive guy. Like, you know, <laughs> right. take a little. You're doing 70, bring it down to about a 63. But like, think, think of they were trying to sell radio, right? They wouldn't use us. <laughs> Why? We have the not. most fun. No, but we have negative fun. Like, we have the kind of fun you shouldn't have. You'd have to use somebody like uh, Marty who does our traffic. Okay. You know, she's happy. She's energetic. She's kind to people. Um, she doesn't really exist. Uh, <laughs> she's the only one that acts like that around here. Like, everybody else is such a douchebag. Marty's our only non-douche. No, you're right. The amount of times I've said something douchey to Marty forgetting she's not douchey. Right. She's such then, a sweet person. Yeah, so then she says something kind back to me. Right. I'm like, oh, you ass. Why do you why are you such yeah, a Yeah, Marty should be like the face of our company. That would be the person yeah, you put out right. there. You're right, but here's the thing. Everybody Actually, appreciates the traffic I, and everything else. Everybody's so cool. And I would believe that she enjoys her job. Right. She's uh, a believable person. Right. No, I know that she enjoys her job because I work with her. Mm. But if I saw her on TV, what are you hiding, Marty? Right. She's too positive. <laughs> exactly. You're yeah. at 70, bring it back to a six. There you go. Yeah. So the only thing that's we've seen ourselves on TV, we can't sell anything. No, no, no. <laughs> Charities were hurting this Christmas. No, yeah. we couldn't give away free food. We couldn't read a script. <laughs> so the only thing that sucks about this, the conversation, you know, yeah. 
It makes learning how to get a job impossible to pass down to the next generation. Because it seems every 25 years, mm. the way you get a job completely changes yeah, in swings, America. Yeah, it swings the other way. Right, like, Kimmy, you remember your parents telling you to fill out an application and show up dressed nice to mm. places that would only let you apply online? Do you remember that? The places that would what, wait. What are you saying? When we were teenagers going into our early twenties, they give when, you like the website. Yeah, it's when some places started transitioning yeah, to you right, can only right. apply That's online. Common. And yeah. I remember my dad being like, "Well, you got to put on a tie and fill out an yeah. application and hand it to him." Hand it to like, the other part-time kid working there who doesn't care. Exactly. Right. And then you would go to places where you try to do that, and they'd be like, "No, you have to apply online." Well, you got to go back and keep. No, Dad, they're hiring out of like Toledo, Ohio. I'm never. No, you got to keep going. <laughs> so now you just show up. Go in. I'm, I'm I'm willing to work here. Sure. Hired. For now. Right. But here's the thing. Like, based on the way you got jobs when you were a kid, if your mm-hmm. stepson came to you and said, hey, I need some advice on getting a job, you wouldn't be able to tell him anything. No. Mm-hmm. Have you ever applied for a job in your life? Yeah, when I worked, when I first worked at the grocery business. So when you were 14, 15? 14, 15, and then here. You, you didn't apply for this? Well, yeah, yeah, I had they, to. Did they call you? So I had to come in and audition. That's not an application. Well... I had to do it. I had to. Well, I, I, what would you call it? Then? I would call it an audition. Like, they, wasn't that a? They called you, right? So I, yes. Okay. So Essentially, Beth Donahue, the comedian, endorsed me to Wheeze. Wheeze. I did a phone call. They flew me up. I did an audition. Okay. Yeah. So they reached out to you. You didn't apply here. And you've never filled out a resume. No, no, no. In no, your life. No. You're a no. man in your 60s who's never done a resume, wow. applied for one job when he was 15 years old. What advice do you have to give? None. Because you remember when we did stand-up, they always wanted like a sheet about like your accomplishments in stand-up, and it was all just BS. Everybody made everything up. Yeah. Like hey. the amount of TV shows I was on. Be- before Google. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, like it wasn't before Google, but I knew the club owners didn't know how to use Google. Okay. Yeah, so for me, there was nothing. So I just lied. You sent them a videotape of your show, some act you did, and that was it. Yeah. So, but that was really not because that was a, not really a job application. No, not at all. And by the way, if you, there was if no you, contract, had, there was no written. No. You would just show up and do your show, and I'll pay you cash. I I even I've had jobs where I had kind of already gotten the job, and they still make you go through the whole application yeah. process just to like you know make it official. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, so, I never filled anything out. All right, so there you go. Like every generation will have a different experience getting a job, and maybe that's why it's so frustrating for kids is because mm-hmm. no one can ever help them out with this stuff. So right? you don't need a resume anymore. Well, you may. I mean, they uh, may still be trying to do yeah. it officially. Usually, just they still have faster. To, but yes. you could half-ass that. Well, I don't know. You shouldn't half-ass it. You, you want that to stand out still. Why? Uh, there's nobody behind me wanting this job. If I walk in and I have a resume that has a bunch of um, dirty words on it. Well, don't do that. I think I get the job. You're cursing. You should do that. You should apply. What if I'm at the dirty Tommy word factory? Tommy effing Muley. <laughs> right. I think that would be the social experiment. <laughs> have just a crappy resume, throw it on there. Have a flask in your hip to see if you get the job. I want you to apply to the Fairport transportation job with three F words in your resume and see if you get a I bet you. I bet you I get hired. Why don't you try it? Bet you don't. I want him to apply with what he thinks a resume should look like. Just, I want to know what that what that looks like. You just lie about yourself. No, but don't there's like a structure to a resume. <laughs> well, there used to be a company in town that would do it for you. In the in the 90s? No, I 90s? think it was fairly recent. Because I remember they used to come on the old show, like Resume Builder or whatever. Fairly the recently, the old show? You mean like 20 years ago? Yeah. So you don't even have that anymore? <laughs> fairly recently? I've worked with you for like 12 years now. <laughs> There are places that will help you. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's free. When you said the old show, did you mean Wheeze? I think so. Oh my God! Fairly recently. Yeah, less than fifteen. That was fifteen years ago.
So no, so screw resume. No. You don't need no, it. That's not what we're saying. Now, here's, the, here's what I'm saying. You don't need a resume. You sure as hell don't need an effing tie anymore. Okay. Like, who's buying a tie for anything? It can't know. hurt. No, now you, you sound, don't need it. You sound like your dad. You don't Put need a tie. tie and go fill out your resume. You just need sneakers, jeans, and a T-shirt that doesn't have dirty words on it. Then maybe even the dirty words will still work. Yeah, if you have the right dirty words, it might get you somewhere. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are finally getting some answers to questions that have been three years in the making. Good. Well, we didn't know what walking into a mom and pop shop and buy- buying marijuana would be like. Mm-hmm. We weren't sure if people would do it. Would they be willing to pay the tax? Well... Based on one dispensary's experience just west of us, there may not be a thing to worry about anymore. So this was the mothership, the original. It's the first one in our area. Damn. Region. You're hanging out in the break room. We're on Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. Tommy Dank is the first legal licensed marijuana dispensary that opened up in western New York. Dank? Dank. All right. The stickiest of the icky. Mm. Uh, they're just west of us in Buffalo. Yeah. And the owners, they said uh, they didn't really know what to expect. Oh, the when- Dank. So they spoke to the Dank. <laughs> they did. The owners said they didn't really know what to expect when they opened. Mm-hmm. No one in Western New York had ever done this well, before. Well, yeah, pioneers. And then other states, Tommy, that had legalized marijuana, big companies came in, mm-hmm. and they opened places up. Yeah. New York wanted mom and pop New York residents to make this work and put the money in their own pockets. Well, based on an interview a story on Spectrum News, it's safe to say things have gone well for Denk. What happened? Well, they've been open just over five months. Tommy? Can you guess what they've sold in gross sales in that period of time? I guess half a million dollars. Half a million dollars. Give me one guess. Hmm. Let's go. One million dollars. One million dollars. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. In just over five months. And there's one store. Dank. The Less first, than half a year. The first legal dispensary in Western New York grossed five million dollars oh. in sales. God damn, that's a green and wave, that's baby. One store. One store. One store, five mill house. Almost a million dollars a month in gross sales. The really owner rich. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's gross. I don't know what the mar- margin is. But you get what I'm saying. It's yeah. a lot of money. The owner of Dank, in an interview with Spectrum, says they expected to make half of that. And now... And I, now, granted, they yeah. were the only legal dispensary open in Western New York, and it's possible the novelty of the first legal dispensary brought out some folks that may not go back ever again. They mm. just wanted to see what it sure, was like. Sure, but that's the, uh, but that doesn't get you to that number. That's what I'm saying. It's not all of them, and it's answered some questions we had when this thing was first legalized three years like ago. Like how bad the economy is. Well, look, man. We know no matter how bad the economy is, there are <laughs> no some, kidding. There are some things that don't go. Booze is always liquor does well. and smokes and makeup. Did you know oh that? yeah. But you mm-hmm. want to feel good about yourself, so women want to get dolled up. It is weird, though. Like, you would think that would be the first thing you'd be able to X off. You don't need makeup. I mean, we can No, you skincare. need makeup, bro. You do not want these chicks running around with no makeup. Look who's talking. I, I, there's nothing you could do with this, but women need it. They need the, they need the war paint. I'm guessing, like, skincare is included in that, too. I don't know. Makeup, who, so, who cares? Yeah. He took that away. The questions <laughs> we had... We wondered if people would have a problem paying the taxes New York State would want for the oh, marijuana. Oh, look at the tax they got. This doesn't seem like it. We wondered if longtime smokers would keep going to their personal dealers. And if they are, a hell of a lot of people didn't have them, apparently. Right. And we wondered if we'd be, uh, we wondered if being able to grow it at home would keep smoke, folks from spending money at a dispensary. And even though it's not legal to grow yet in New York on your own, lots of people are doing it. That doesn't seem to have put a dent in this place's business either. No, because it's convenient. And it's legal. I don't have to grow. I don't have to, like, slink around. I just go get my stuff. I mean, it's the passive least uh, resistant. You're right. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing, yeah. Kimmy, you know, you being the resident pothead. Oh, yeah, you're a sure. stone bag. Stone bag? <laughs> Anyways. There are products at these places that you can't just make yourself. Um, like I mean, I am not... A, I'm not... Somebody that has ever made my own edibles, but I know people that may argue <laughs> otherwise. Okay, but I don't I'm saying know. like they have I, like you know. Infused... I'm not qualified to answer that question. I, I'm not just saying edibles. Like there's infused drinks. There's other products. Yeah, there yeah, that... yeah. Oh, I mean they have they have everything stuff that yeah you would never think mm. you could make with pot. So with this first dispensary, legal marijuana dispensary in Western New York, opening up five and a half months ago, dank, grossing over <laughs> almost a million dollars in sales a month in the first five months. So far, so good, Yeah, at least for this place. <clears throat> so based on the information we have here, either Buffalo loves marijuana more than other places, yeah. or folks that have opened or are opening in the greater Rochester area are about to make a ton you ain't kidding, of man. money. And look how long they dicked around with gambling and and weed. And they just, they push back and they push back and they push back. And look at the money and how fast it came in. Well, but see, those are two different arguments, though. Because I am very pro-legal marijuana. Mm-hmm. I am not pro-legal casino in downtown Rochester. No, but I'm just saying gambling in general. Oh, you're talking about like sports books. Just getting it, just getting casinos in the state took okay. forever. All right. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? And they fought it. They just fight against their own interests so hard. Hoard, hoard, hoard. They got hoard. Tight. The most surprising thing about the success this small business has had. The dankster. Yeah. The relatively small amount of people <clears throat> that use marijuana. What do you mean? So last year, a survey showed about one in five Americans say they had used marijuana in the last year. Mm. Compare that to Americans who say they drink alcohol, which is just over eight in ten. Yeah. 
So one in five, 20% of Americans compared to 80% of Americans, marijuana to alcohol. Now, yes, there are people that lied about using pot in this study. It was a self-reported study. But even if you doubled it and made it 40% of Americans, you would still have half the amount of people that are smoking marijuana than are drinking on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. You would think, Tommy, that as time goes on and attitudes from certain folks change about legal weed, people start to die, the amount of people who will use it will only go up. Oh, yeah. Of course it's going to go up. Which means this business, these businesses, will just get more successful. You're just going to print money. It's bananas. Yeah. And which actually you can get that infused at these uh, smoke shops, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a genius move. The question becomes, at what point could there be too many? And does hmm. the state have a plan on keeping the market yeah. from being oversaturated? I mean, it's definitely been a slow process in terms of places opening up, so... It could take a while before they get to the point where they realize they've opened too many. But then again, it's on the business owner, right? Like if you want to, take and this I mean, risk, what also hmm. limits it is there are places that have opted out. So until they decide that they, you know, want to let allow yeah. it in their town, um, you, you're you're going to be limited to where you can even put them. Think about that. What's that? The town of Greece. I'll just pull. They're one of the towns that said they do not want legal dispensaries in their town. The town of Greece potentially missed out on a business that is grossing $5 million in sales in just over five months. And you're the biggest town. Yeah. And you just let all that money go someplace else. Ah, And these other towns are going to have a jump on you when they start opening dispensaries, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I'm very interested. I'm a Henrietta guy. Henrietta uh, allowed. Yeah, you're Henrietta strong. (laughs) Well, they have one now, right? Yes. uh, It's in the uh, the regional marketplace off of Jefferson Road. Right off the Jeff. Off of Jefferson Road. Yeah. Right there next to Cheesy Eddie's, which, by the way, perfect location. <laughs> Cheesy on Jeff. But like, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see the effects, if we notice the effects that this has on the yeah. town, both positive and negative. So far, it looks pretty positive, well, man. Don't, don't, and by the way, money solves a lot of issues. If you start bringing in that kind of cake, everybody's like, oh, you know, we're cool, we're good. It depends on where the money goes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if the money goes to improve it. goes? Right there, buddy. Uh, right please there. let the court know he's doing the there, money, money side, in your pocket side, sign. Money, side. money. If the town goes, to, if the money goes to things to improve the daily lives of people in the town, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Yes, right. People yes. will be all right. We can take that. If the money ends up going somewhere where we don't get to use it, that's when it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No, you're right, buddy. You're right. <laughs> we got Facebook messages coming in. You can always get us at WCMF for the Break Room Facebook page again. Talking about the answers we're finally getting after like three years uh, when legal marijuana was officially declared in New York State. This company, excuse me. Uh, first legal retail marijuana dispensary in Western New York, Dank, there in Buffalo, in an interview with Spectrum News, they say they grossed $5 million in sales in just over five months. Rick writes us on Facebook. I won't go to a legal dispensary because I don't want the state getting my money. I'll, I'll grow, I'll buy products from places that sell under the radar, but you're wrong to think more people will pay for the tax and support the state than make it themselves or buy underground. I mean, I guess that's possible. But I, I, I know people again, that do both, though. <laughs> like, just because you grow it yourself doesn't mean you're not go- going to go to one of these places to try it out every now and then. Like, I, I know a lot of people that, you know, they don't just consume pot one way. And most people just want to get high. I don't know. They I mean, don't really they're... care about the taxes and where it's going. I just want my weed. I want it the easiest way possible. That's most people. No, but I mean, they don't. You know, they don't go walking in with all their politics. No, there are people that are socially conscious, depending on what they believe. I get it, but most people just want to get high. Okay, but I look. I don't know what the average marijuana smoker looks like right now because it's been so underground for so long. So, can you? You can legally 
smoke in the parking lot at, at the Bills tailgate. Right? Yeah, anywhere that uh, cigarette smoke is legal. So that's got to be showing up a lot. Well, right? that was showing you up. You can before. smell it. Yeah, I mean, but like, <laughs> but yes. now, now, but now you can openly, you know, yeah, burn one yeah. before the game. You, I mean, you can openly burn one walking down the street. Right. So that's got to even change like tailgating and everything, right? Yeah, I mean, you're a brave man if you want to have six beers and then smoke a joint. Like, no, you might forego uh-huh. the beer for the weed. Well, no, that's a different kind of. Yeah, I know. I'm here for an aggressive cheer, not a mellow cheer. <laughs> Sidewalks for regular walking, not crazy walking. <laughs> you know what else is interesting? You what know, uh, Rick here says, I'll buy products in places that sell under the radar, and you're wrong if you think people pay for the tax and support the state. They're, this business that we're talking about, Dank, and the legal uh, dispensary that's open in Henrietta right now, they are in competition with smoke shops and bodegas that are selling illegally, mm. right? Like, we know they're still out there. We mm. see stories of them every week getting shut down. This place still did a million, almost right. a million yeah. month in sales, right? With that competition, because I'm not seeking, I'm not going downtown to seek out that when I got it right next to my house. Even why more, would I, why am I? Well, you say downtown, like this is not downtown. It's in every suburb. These places. No, but if I'm, I'm yeah, not until go one to, pops up near, like a legal one pops you, up near. I'm you. not going to like skanky shade town. It ain't skanky no, shade town. I'm no, gonna go to a nice really, area. It is amazing to, to Jeff, me. It's well lit for a guy who's like I'm progressive, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with all this. Like you immediately. Slide back into old man marijuana, left-handed cigarettes, <laughs> reefer madness, devil's lettuce talk. <laughs> Sauce. Going down to Toki Town. I don't get you, man. I don't either. What? Even more remarkable about this Buffalo, they're closer to the uh, native reservations where they've yeah. been selling and yeah. the state hasn't And I, I know them. a lot of people that, you know, for years that's where they got it from. Um, so I wonder if that changed their habits. That one in Buffalo. So you're saying there would be, there may be more people in Buffalo that are smoking as opposed to Rochester because we weren't so close? No, no. I'm saying I wonder how many people that were going to the reservations to get uh, to get pot. Um, when this one in Buffalo opened, I wonder if that changed how they went and purchased it, or if they still went to the reservation. Well, I mean, all we can do is sit and wait for more dispensaries to Watch open. Watch that was- green wave, baby! It's coming. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I, I don't get it. What's the matter? I'm not saying this is bad. Maybe someone can explain it to me, like what the draw is, and why a place like this would be on board with it. Oh. So, Kimmy, you and I both saw this story, and I think we latched onto it because Tommy's about to lose his damn mind mm-hmm. for All reasons right. he doesn't understand. Okay. Uh, you familiar with Country Max? Oh, yeah, yeah, the store, yeah. Yep, they got several locations around the greater Rochester area. By the way, local business, did you know that? I thought that was a national thing, the way it's designed. Me too, and they do such a great job. No, they're a Rochester business. I well, did not like, know that. Yeah, Western New York business. Uh, over the weekend, the mm. Country Max out in Webster had a goat yoga class. Okay, I've seen this online. Where you, the goats, <laughs> online. Well, you know, social media. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Why do I want a goat stepping on me they while do, I'm trying to do stuff? Yeah, they do a lot. Of, they do goat yoga. Bring your dog. I've seen puppy yoga. Okay. Um, there was another weird Assault animal weapon I saw night. once. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, and it's Knives. all baby goats too, isn't it? Yeah, it was baby goats yeah. at the Country Max. I don't forget yoga. they did snoga. 
They did that at your okay, joint. That I get because like there's this belief, freezing your ass off. There's a belief that if you do uh, physical stuff in cold temperatures, it like messes with your, your mentalism. Okay, right. Yeah. But like the goat yoga specifically, mm-hmm. why is doing yoga with goats better than just doing yoga? Because it doesn't it just get just in the for way. Entertainment, I think. I That's think it's it? to. I think it's to get. Are the goats in get on you it? out and doing you know <laughs> physical activity, and it gives you something to look forward to. I guess hanging out with baby goats. Yeah, but I'm afraid like I'm gonna plant my face in next to a goat's ass. Like, because you're down on the ground, yeah, right? Just, and you're yeah. stretching and you're doing well, all this. I think sudden... they, like, hop up on you and stuff. I don't know. So you don't, like, stretch the goats out like they're doing yoga, no, too? No, they're like, just they're walking just around. Running okay. around, like, the same way with your dog you or anything else. Okay, because, like, I'm looking at pictures of the baby goat yoga at the Country Max and Webster. There's adult goats as well. There's, like, seven goats here, man. Yeah, I don't think you're really getting a great workout in. It's more the experience. Okay. Also, people are like putting goat feet on their yoga mats, which looks uncomfortable. Like, you put your bare knee on that goat feet. It's, it's gonna, gonna hurt. hurt. So, I mean... This, it's like stepping on a Lego. So this is kind of like telling me yoga sucks. So they have to like... You just good. want yoga to suck. It does suck. And that's why you gotta have, bring crap like this in to get people to do it. Have, have you, you ever done yoga? No. No man does yoga. So how do you yoga. know it sucks? Lots of guys do yoga. Not lots of guys. It would no, be really do. good for you. You have a bad back. Why are you getting mad? I mean, like, why wouldn't you try yeah. it? I didn't want to get down like that. I mean, there's other. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. There are other positions you could do. And he only knows one position. Go. <laughs> <laughs> now, my wife has been in my ear about going to a yoga class mm. with her. And you I'm do a, not want to do that. I don't want to, but then I don't have a good reason not to go. I mean, what's my reason not to go? It's a it's a weird place for a man to be. Why? No, that's okay. not true. You have women on all fours. Okay. You're on all fours. You're supposed to be paying attention to what you're doing. Okay. But and trust you, me, it's it's going to be more difficult than you think, so you may not be as focused about what's going on around you. I understand room. that. But if you're with your wife mm-hmm. and you're caught staring at somebody's ass just by accident, baby, the position you're in. It was an accident, baby! That's going to be a long... Uh, try, try car yoga when she's like swinging at you for staring at some chick's ass. You, you know, you could get in trouble for the same thing at a gym in general but or this any is, other class but you this take. Is packed everybody on all four. It's, you're no, in a I'm, sex position. I'm with Kimmy on this one. I don't know if you've seen what women wear to the gym now, but anywhere you look at a gym, you're getting yelled at. But they're not doing doggy style workout. It's a lot of backdoor action. For God's sakes, man. That's what they say. That's what they're out here saying. Nobody's out here saying that backdoor action. Two five two WCMF. Are there guys that doing backdoor yoga? Have done yoga because like I'm like I know what the other problem is for you. You think it makes guys look? Go ahead. Uh, but sissy. Well, so you probably also think that. Ah, uh, yeah, and that's uh, been my hang-up. Up. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. No, that's been my and hang-up. You do too. But I realize that might be the wrong way to think. Okay. If my only excuse is this isn't the most manly way to work out, then it's, it's, not. it's not a good excuse. What if you went to... What but if you're not had... manly. You're wearing a shack and a, s- a turtleneck sweater. Would you feel less self-conscious about it if it was like just an all-dude class? That seems more Man gross. yoga. Come on out to man yoga. There's going to be some serious ass dropping in there. Oh, you ain't kidding. I mean, what if dudes. they do that hot yoga where you sweat your ass off? There are guys that probably do that. 
Well, look, we, we, you know, talking to the Bills at training camp every year, yeah. like we talked to several Bills who were like, yeah, mm-hmm. we do yoga and we love it. And mm-hmm. they say it helps their body out. Uh, Lorenzo Alexander, who played in the league forever. Oh, yeah, he was the old guy, right? He swore by it. Yeah. Said that he believed the reason he was able to play as long as he could is because he did yoga classes. Different and he types would, of training, yeah. And he would just go to classes at the gym. Could you imagine? No. Right? Like going. ass dude coming oh, in. Fun, I'll go, but I'm a sissy. Here comes Lorenzo Alexander <laughs> walking through the door. Richie Incognito said he did yoga, too. Yeah, okay. What is, you want to see Richie Incognito in them stretch pants I on the floor? I don't think he wears the stretch pants, bro. I thought you had to wear that stuff. No. no. You can wear just like joggers, right. you know? They have shorts, too. Yeah. Right. Uh, shorts might be a bad idea. No, they, Nike makes a specific like yoga shorts. short. They're not so they tight. No. They're... I'm just thinking like they, you don't want them to like ride up too high. <laughs> 252WCMF. We're talking about uh, goat yoga, what happened at the Country Max in Webster over the weekend. By the way, if you are interested... Wait, was that big fat kid in the ad doing it? He was doing curried goat yoga. Uh, They will be having similar events at the locations in Henrietta and Fairport. Okay. If you want to go try goat, I'm kind of interested in goat yoga. I just not that I want to do it. I want to see what it's like inside the goat yoga class. Okay. Like, will I get along with the people in the goat yoga class? Will I get along with the goats? Is it like one of those fun things? Like, I'm guessing it's a more relaxed yoga class. Okay. I'd be afraid. Like, I don't think like serious yoga, but do do goats bite? Yeah. I thought they butted. Yeah. No, that's a ram. No, I think, but I think they goat bite. No, goats butt their heads. Yeah, they only the goddamn can. Are you basing this on Looney Tunes cartoons? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. If a I goat... punched a duck and his bill spun around his head. <laughs> Ghosts can bite. They got teeth, don't they? <laughs> they bite. Well, they're baby goats. I don't know how much, you know, do they have their teeth yet? Yeah, and I don't they're, think Country Max yeah. would have a public event <laughs> inviting out people so ghosts will I, bite you. It's not called to, goat bite yoga. I don't want to go walking into somebody screaming because they got a chunk of their ass missing and they're screaming. They're screaming because they got a chunk of their ass missing and they're screaming. Yeah. This man talks for a living. It doesn't do goat yoga. Man who says goat yoga is too sissy. Well, he looks like the captain of the love boat. Tawi Bule. Kenny, do you do yoga on a regular basis? Um, occasionally, oh, but should, I'm not yeah, good at it. Bot. But not good at it. You just got to stretch. No, I know, but like there's some. You, sometimes go, I'll you try don't to, go pro. No, I'll try to follow like a YouTube video and I'll, sk- I'll skip it. I can't do that. Like, you don't like, like there's some either. I'm just not like certain things I can't balance. So I know like you're supposed to just keep Wait, trying, are, but I get bored. What chicks are supposed to be good at balance? Yeah, I know, but there are some positions where you have to work up to it. You can't just do it right away. Not uh, every woman is good at balancing. This, they, I thought it was like internal. Are you basing this again on the cartoons where they would <laughs> yes, carry banana yeah. baskets on the top of their heads? And also when I watched Survivor. All the chicks always win the balance competitions. Kimmy, when you go, who still watches? Is that still on? I haven't watched it in a long time. I haven't. Watched. I think it is still on. I I I, I, I tapped out after Richard Hatch. That was the first that, season. Yeah. Kimmy, when you go to a yoga class, I'm sad that I know that immediately. <laughs> I know the gay guy who was arrested for tax fraud who won the first yeah million bucks. Yep, and he's dead. He died. Yeah, yeah. Well, Those all the good ones. God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you had Richard Hatch talked about in the yeah. break room on your bingo card today, you just won like a thousand dollars. Kimmy, when you go to a yoga class, how many guys are there normally? Um, so I Just went her. to one. <sighs> <sighs> I haven't really been to too many classes. The one that I went to was like a, it was like for a charity thing. So I think that they got like a bigger group than you normally would for like just a you know a class at a gym. All so the, the gals came out, but there were um, there were like I would say maybe like fifteen to twenty percent were dudes. Okay. Wow, that's high. Yeah, but again, it was kind of a different mm. scenario. All right, don't let me forget, because at the end of this uh, discussion we're going to have, I want to ask our buddy, 
if he does yoga. Oh, okay. Because I want to hear you. If he does, I want to hear you to his face. Call him a sissy. He ain't doing no yoga. Bet you, I mean, the guy's a professional athlete in two sports. Not only did he play in the NFL, he played professional baseball for a little while. Oh, okay. We've talked about this 15 times with him while he's on the show with us. I forgot about the baseball. He didn't. You weren't listening. <laughs> I like that, too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 